I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. Oh boy, they're simple. They're so simple that even a, a thick human can understand them. That's how simple they are. Don't they're even very, explain them, mate. They're very simple rules. They don't even really need explaining that we won't ever actually explain them because we just say the rules are simple and then don't, don't sort of explain that there are any rules. No one really understands what the rules are. No one understands why we introduce the concept of rules and then never refer to rules ever again. But basically, we can discuss as many ideas as we like and only one can be taken to the next stage where it'll be pitch to replace the gaping hole in the schedule that's been created by the axing of Robot Wars. Who knew that was still on? (laughs) I didn't know it was still on. I came back. Did it? Yeah. Not for very long. No. (laughs) Great. What was it just like Google Homes and Alexa's fighting each other? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It was more a rap battle than an actual physical fight. Yeah. (laughs) Hang on. What? Maybe they cancelled it too hastily. Yeah. Maybe that is the future of Robot Wars. Rap battles. I'm Joel, a man who puts the chin in urchin. And across from me is John Harris, a man who released six mixtapes in the early 2000s under the pseudonym Lil John. <laughs> yeah. That's Lil, Lil, as in the French city. I got it. Because John is a bit French. A bit. Very yeah. clever of me, that, isn't yeah. it? You ever been to Lil? Uh, no. I changed trains there once. Ooh. Yeah. And? Oh, efficient. Yeah, I can imagine. Went, went from Evsfleet. Mm. About 5.40 departure. Yeah. Arrived in France maybe an hour and 30 after that, but it felt like two hours 30 because of the time difference. Ate maybe a croissant mm. in Lille with my good friend Chris. Yep. Friend of the show. Walked. You know when you've got a bit of time to kill, too much to spend it in the train station, but not enough to really see anything. So we walked maybe 400 metres outside of the train station, went, ha, Lille, Lille. <laughs> and then went back and then got a train to um, what I like to call Paris. There was that weird moment where, uh, so SNF, I think that's what it is. Boo-doo, boo-doo, boo-doo. Yeah, and then a famous musician, I think David Gilmore, yeah. wrote an entire it. song I around it. I absolutely love it. It's that's so good. So weird. It's amazing. <laughs> it's he, like, I don't know, it's like someone getting the airport announcement sound from like boo-boo. British yeah. British Airways or whatever, and then just going, yeah, now I'm going to make it into a rock song. But for anyone that's ever travelled by train in France, that sound does like haunt your nightmares. Yeah. 
to, to boo, us, boo, it's boo, fine because we associate traveling in France with like a holiday or a nice thing. But I should, yeah, the French just listen to that pop song and think, oh, I can mute. <laughs> Horrible. Where are we? What's happening? Boo, boo, have we boo, have we started boo, this boo. episode yet? Yes. You remember earlier you said the, the 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 rules were so simple that we don't need to explain them. Yeah. But what I do realize is that, and you did point out, we never follow that. We we don't even. When was out, the last time we picked, what the rules are? And we, when was the last time we put, picked a winner? Yeah, exactly, mate. There are the rules is that there are no rules. <laughs> The rules. Unless, unless we refer to them <laughs> at some point. The rules are simple. There are no rules. <laughs> the rules are simple. No heavy petting. <laughs> right. What are we here to do, John? Pitch and movies. Boo-doo, boo-doo, boo-doo. What about this one from Sean? It's a sequel to Bugsy Post Malone, which was from God, probably like two months ago now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky Horror Picture Show. Great. Great. Just a re-release, but with hip-hop music. Yeah. Have you seen the Rocky picture show no Rocky Horror Picture Show too sexy it's really great it's very it, it's too sexy for you <laughs> you wouldn't know where to look your eyes would be like off screen the whole time I'll be embarrassed when I watch a horror film rarely but my girlfriend really likes them and so occasionally I watch a horror film I've got techniques for making it look like I'm watching the screen but not actually watching the screen so I'll lean in a certain way like I'll put my hand sort of next to my eye yeah, and you, I won't actually be looking at the screen for maybe 80% of the film you put on those glasses with, yeah, the, with eyes the eyes drawn, drawn on <laughs> exactly I leave the room when she's not looking <laughs> So looking at the screen, like not looking at the screen, will will somewhat downplay of how scared you Of course it will. Because I'm, I'm not th- seeing what's happening. I think it's the noises that scare me the most. Like the da, 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 bang! That's, the that's not that scary though, is it? Because it's Jumps. just sounds. <laughs> if, they're not, if they're not linked to anything. I think I could watch the scariest movie in the world on mute. See, I reckon I could watch the scariest movie in the world without looking at it. <laughs> Together? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we make one man. <laughs> I can't remember what we're talking about. The ASAP Rocky yeah, Horror Picture Show. So what I'm show. saying is, um, that's how I am towards horror films. I feel that's how you'd be towards sexy films. Yeah. You can't look at the screen, mm. but you can hear the sound. Yeah. Uh, anyway, ASAP Rocky Picture Horror Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. So have you seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah. How does What happens and how are we going to get... They go to a, a hotel or something and Tim Curry dresses up. <laughs> <laughs> so ASAP Rocky, Rocky goes to a hotel. In drag. In drag. I'd be up for that. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. I think I, I would watch that. Would you like another one? Yeah. What about this one from Rachel? Arnie, brackets, Annie, but starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's a hard knock life. It's only a day away. <laughs> Why did I go like uh, Scottish? Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe I can do impressions, but only if I'm trying to do someone else. Uh, I can't do an Arnie impression. That's what we've learned. <laughs> but bloody hell, if someone could send in some Bannertine ideas, that I will voice the hell out of them. Uh, fun fact, John. What? Uh, I served Duncan Bannertine his first ever Jägerbomb. <laughs> uh, That's true. And maybe we'll talk about that at the end of the show. <laughs> Fog on the Duncan Bannertine. There you go. For next, for next week. Arnie. I, he can't be. Well, I mean, Can you he, say bet your bottom dollar in the Arnie voice? Bet your bottom dollar. That's great. It's not this ish. It's good enough. It's it's better than your Duncan Valentine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so at first I was going to say he can't be the orphan Annie, but then actually he totally yeah. can. He, he's little pigtails. <laughs> transformative. Yeah, I'd love it. Would <laughs> now would we use like Lord of the Rings style camera angles and? And video editing to make him <laughs> no, the he's size giant. of a child. No, he's, he's Arnie size, <laughs> and that's why no one will adopt him. Aww. Aww. yeah. 
He's also the same age he is now. <laughs> I just want to be adopted. <laughs> uh, um, one from me. Michael gets in touch with this one. It's Tomb Vader. Tim Vader. Tomb Vader. Tomb Vader. Darth Vader. Oh, okay. Vade in tombs. <laughs> Vade. He has to vade tombs. He has to vade oh. them, yeah. Is, um, that, is that when Vader raids tombs? Yeah, so they've they've done another Tomb Raider. Mm. Apparently it's bad. Um, so Darth Vader, there's no work for him left in space. So he... What work was he doing up until that point? Evil. Interest. Oh, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so in this timeline, he survives. Yeah. Survives the Death Star being blown up. Mm. And he lands on Earth. And when he's... Because it's a galaxy long, long time ago. Yeah. It's he lands around the time that they're uncovering Tutankhamun and he leads the expedition in his full cape and helmet. Wait, when that, well, in like, when was that, like the 50s? Yeah. So a long time ago, I didn't know, so a long time ago it was only the 50s. Years. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when the films came out, which was like 30 years ago, so it was only about 40 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah. actually, there's a tiny asterisk in the yeah. long time ago. <laughs> Not really that long ago. <laughs> Uh, and then Darth Vader becomes the leading Tomb Raider. There you go, mate. Uh, I'm not sure, mate. I'm not sure whether Michael's idea is going to really cut the mustard. I feel like he'd be quite good. Actually, he'd make it way too easy. You know, there's all those like you know jumping around, spinning spikes, fire he just, stuff. He just like force yeah, freezes exactly, everything. Yeah. And exactly. Moves on. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> He's the best at raiding tombs. I have watched. I must have watched the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider at some point, but I couldn't tell you what happens in Daniel them. Craig's in it. Yeah. Uh do we deal with the supernatural? Um, Are they cursed? Yeah, there's got to be a curse. Yeah. There's always a curse. I just, I just wanted to make sure. It's I not did, just practical. It's not like the mummy. It's like the mummy. It's like the mummy. It's like the mummy. Yeah. Wait a second. They're all the same. They are all the same. Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones, the mummy. Yeah. What? Is that all take place in the same universe? But that's like saying all sci-fi films are the same because they happen in space and they're spaceships. Wait a second. <laughs> what? How about this one from Daniel? He DM'd us on the Twitter just to shout out to remind you guys that we exist on Twitter and we're Yes, welcome. well done, Daniel. Right, he came up with Beastie Boys from Brazil. Now. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, and I didn't either. And so I Googled Boys from Brazil. And Sounds I- suspect Googling <laughs> And I immediately told Joel not to Google it because of I the, found out what happens in this film. The porn. <laughs> oh. All the porn that comes up. So there's right. actually a movie called Boys from Brazil. Yeah. Is it a well-known movie? I mean, Laurence Olivier and Gregory Peck are in it. Oh, two of the big hitters. 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, released on 5th of October 1978. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, sh- I shit you not, Joel. This is the synopsis on the go- on Google. On so the I Google. hope it, I hope it's true. <laughs> yeah. And someone hasn't like what Daniel's done is he's found Boys from Brazil, a film <laughs> no yeah. one's written a synopsis for, just to stitch me up right now. Ready? Doctor Joseph Mengele mm-hmm. clones Hitler ninety five times. And get hopes- <laughs> away! That's not happening. Why ninety five times? <laughs> and hopes to raise the resulting boys in Brazil, giving them childhoods identical to Hitler's. His ultimate plan is to create a band of Nazi leaders that can continue where Hitler left off, forming the Fourth Reich. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I would give anything to watch this movie. So, the idea being there that Hitler escaped to South America. Yeah, I, I guess. And so they've found, they've got Hitler in South America, famously Argentina, and they cloned him. Yeah. But Boys from Reveal sounds better than Boys from Argentina. Yeah. 
Boys from Buenos Aires, I would have called it. Um, better. Yeah. 95 Hitler sounds like the sort of band that would be low down the bill download. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are 95 Hitlers! <laughs> One, two, three, four! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd watch him. <laughs> I'd give him a go. But it's Beastie Boys, we've got to remember. <laughs> right, so Beastie Boys... Are Beastie Boys... So have they cloned the Beastie Boys 95 times <laughs> in the hope to yeah. change hip-hop? Yeah. Um, or have the Beastie Boys cloned Hitler 95 times? <laughs> oh, nice. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Beastie Boys. Why would the Beastie Boys clone Hitler ninety five times? I don't, mate, why does anything happen? <laughs> I mean, why? Who made this film yeah. in the first place? Also, is it two hundred and seventy five people full stop, or is it ninety five divide? Is it what I'm trying to say is? Are we counting each member of the Beastie Boys separately 95 times? Or are we dividing 95 by each three? Each one of the Beastie Boys clones a despotic leader from history 95 times <laughs> to see who comes out on top. So, who we got? Start. MCA is cloning Hitler. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to this. Don't think I'm trying to associate anything with any of them. They're actually pretty liberal guys. Yeah. Mike D, Chairman Mao. <laughs> For the record, I am totally taking this out of context to put on social um, media. <laughs> Ad rock. Hmm. Which one of the despotic leaders is Ad rock going to clone? <laughs> he 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 found himself wondering. Um, Mugabe. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. They're all. They've all got the genes of each one of those people. Yeah. And they cloned them ninety-five times in various countries in South America with the hope of rising up and conquering the earth. Yeah. There you go, mate. I feel like it's a very uh, misunderstood idea of like the power of the actual individuals in, in those things happening. Like, no, it's not. You can't just imagine, clo- yeah, but imagine having 95 of that power. <laughs> It'll, uh, hmm? You just have 95 people who agree with each other. It doesn't yeah, mean it's going to How happen. powerful is that? <laughs> I don't know. I've been on Twitter. It does seem pretty powerful. <laughs> Um, you've got 95 followers now, have you? <laughs> uh, no, but they don't all agree with me. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> they are all clones. I just want to say, for the record, Beastie Boys are great. Oh, yeah. I love them so much. I, I preferred the idea of the film where we just cloned the Beastie Boys 95 times, you know, so we don't ever have to... To fulfil a rough, a tough touring schedule. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, look, I was happy with all, like, you know, when they did, like, instrumental albums and stuff. Yeah. But if they had... If there's 95 of them, they could do the, the stuff they want to do and the hip-hop records. Oh, They'd be great. releasing 12 records a year. Oh, one a month. <laughs> yeah, it might be quite stressful, actually. And then they would tour, and then they would get into, like, beefs with each with other. With themselves. Oh, yeah, so it would be, like, the real Beastie Boys would be the original three. And then who? But then you wouldn't know who the originals were. And there'd be a, a final bit where, I don't know, they had to prove that in court they were the original Beastie Boys. Here's a fun concept for either a Black Mirror episode or a future film. 95 Beastie Boys, yep. <laughs> no, no. Is, is a future world in which tribute acts are clones. Oh, That is a fun like idea, that. isn't it? That is a good idea. So you go and see like the Michael Jackson tribute act and it's actually genetically Michael Jackson. Yeah. They're not quite the same because he's in a, like a pub in Kettering. <laughs> That sounds great. Well done, mate. Cheers. You're welcome, Charlie Thank Brooker. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, so this one was sent in by uh, Anthony. And he's actually sent us a picture, which is... I lo- I'm, I'm a big fan of that kind of yeah. correspondence. You know, there's more to it than just a pun. Yeah. And it's uh, a photo from nearby South Ealing Station. So it's near Ealing. He sent in a photo, which I'm about to show you, John. I want you to describe. And the film is One Billboard Outside Ealing. Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a house, and on the side it's got a white billboard... And then there's, in black text, nothing else. It's just the word in capital letters. Funerals! <laughs> and it just takes up the whole billboard. And there's no, like, like there's no instruction of where that happens or what. It just says funerals in massive, massive practical font. Black font on a white background. What's the story there? It's a guerrilla marketing campaign for my new band, Funerals. Oh, uh, yeah. You've got 95 Hitler supporting you on tour, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. So what's going on there? <laughs> Why are they are they just trying to get the idea of funerals into people's heads? But who's funding that ad campaign? It's like Anthony didn't realise that it's like free billboards outside every music. It was like 24 and it's an, an entire <laughs> sentence broken out into words. So he's just caught the word funerals. So what is that entire sentence? It's like some sort of, it's about some sort of like serviceman or some sort of great person and uh, they couldn't afford to have anything but a pauper's funeral and the local government should be ashamed that that happened okay, okay. and that's in the sense it's quite a dark one I'm sorry yeah. but I mean you did present me with the and word actually, funerals and nobody has read the entire sentence <laughs> <laughs> they really badly thought out the locations and the, the set, how, and how split up they were I would love to see the billboard that said like A <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine what that would look like you don't really need to see it look listener Follow us, Dream Factory Pod on Twitter. If you can't, if you can't work out what it would look like, I'll I'll walk it up. We're gonna have some fun with that billboard. <laughs> uh, here's one from Miley. Uh, they've sent us, as you were saying, we're a big fan of you know. Send us a screen grab of an article. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one time we got like someone commented on a picture of uh, of Kevin Bacon and a duck. 
just That's all we needed. tagged us, yeah. said, make this film. Like any any kind of inspiration that you think there needs to be a film made out of this, regardless of puns or anything, just let us know and we'll get involved. Uh, so this is an article and the headline is Limp Biscuits. Fred Durst is directing a new film starring John Travolta. Right. And the film is called Moose. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, how did that come about? I don't know. You've got to wonder, haven't you? Two failing careers. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Hang on, what were you going to say then? I was going to defend John Travolta for a second. What's he done recently? He did that... I say he did this recently. It was like 10 years ago now. Did you see that one where he did From Paris With Love and he played like a roided up, like bold... Yeah. Like assassin And that was going to be your defence. Covered in cocaine. <laughs> John Travolta's doing all right. 10 years ago, he played a bald assassin in a film no one's ever seen. Oh, no, fair play, John. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he's on the up and up. <laughs> now, Fred Durst, fuck knows, mate. I've got, I couldn't tell you anything Fred Durst has done in the last... 15 years when they became big like what was it hot dog flavoured chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavoured water which is yeah. the name of the album if Limp Biscuit said they were going to tour that album I'd probably go cause <laughs> I probably remember too much of it from misspent teenage days learning all the lyrics to uh, roll in I'm proud of myself for always thinking they were shit oh well done mate yeah unequivocally shit and uh, I will be avoiding this film like the plague unless it's like Grease Moose is grease because they're they're both hair products. Uh, so is that what the is that the idea? Oh, like well, I mean, it's moose like the animal, but I like let's go with this for a bit. Yeah. So it's grease. Is grease a hair product? Oh, like that's why it's cream, called grease because it? it's the it's in the car, but it's also the hair. What they put in the hair they call grease. Why do you think it was called grease? I think it was set in Athens. <laughs> uh, no, I've never thought about it, Joel, and I'm excited to think about it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever used grease or mousse in your hair no wait mousse no yeah maybe mousse at some point mousse is the long awaited actual sequel to grease okay and and I it's, assume it's, it's new metal yeah. so John Travolta <laughs> performing new metal tracks oh he's like <laughs> he's, he's rapping well there it? is that uh sound in a wella 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 tell me more tell me more wella 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 oh, oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the DJ from Limbiscuit comes in and they're like, All right, I take everything back I've said. I would fucking watch this film. I would absolutely watch this film. Yeah, it's a new metal reimagining of Greece called Moose. And it takes place the year after Greece. And John Travolta <laughs> plays the same character in the same outfits and stuff. Yeah, I'm so up for it. Where did that car fly off to at the end? That's what we've all wondered. What, uh, wait, what? In the Greece. The car flies off. There's like no mention of anything magical in the entire movie. <laughs> and then at the end at the fairground, the car's like 100 feet in the air just flying off. <laughs> I forgot about that. So so it's, uh, it mostly takes place in that car. They're trying to get back to Earth. They're flying through space <laughs> in a car. Yeah, rapping. <laughs> rapping and rocking, but doing neither one that well. Oh, new metal. Yeah. How we miss you. <laughs> a brief flicker. John. Yes. It's about the point in the show that we move around to our own ideas. Would you like to hear mine? No, I want to do mine first. You always go first. All right. Actually, weirdly, on the subject of John Travolta... Good. I think about him a lot. And I don't know if you remember, uh, pre-Moonlight Gate, uh, in a world where we could only <laughs> um, we could yeah. only dream of a scandal as ridiculous as getting the, the envelopes wrong, yes. there was a famous miss naming of mm-hmm. something and it was the year i assume it was it would it have been frozen which yeah i believe yeah, yeah. it was the year frozen came out uh, john travolta is there to to introduce 
someone to the stage and he, after waxing lyrical about how brilliant she yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. and he and it's brilliant because he says in, 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 a, in a tone of voice no one's ever used before he says the wickedly talented <laughs> Adele Dazeem right <laughs> who until this point no one knew existed yeah 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 and this is, so this is my film it's the Adele Dazeem biopic brilliant because because someone called Adina Menzel comes out. Yes. So what happened to Adele Dazeem? <laughs> she was waiting in the wings. And that was it. And then, so it's like, what happened to her subsequently? Yeah. She never got that big break. Yeah. So she gets a call from her agent. John Travolta wants you at the Oscars. <laughs> uh, so, so Adele Dazeem gets, gets ready for a big night. Uh, she takes that first step. What, if you look, watch closely, this conspiracy theory stuff. If you watch closely, <laughs> you, you see, see another foot. foot come out. <laughs> And then gets pulled back in because Adina Menzel comes out. <laughs> and she's like a tyrant character, Adina Menzel. Yeah. She's happy to steal Adele She thinks, Adele she, that sounds a bit like my name. <laughs> Straight out there, singing Let It Go. It was lucky she knew the words. It was really lucky <laughs> she knew the words. So it's kind of, yeah, the fall of Adele Dazeem. The fall from grace, but it's like a fall that... that no, so it's about almost getting there, but not quite. Yeah. I like it, and it's just yeah, it's just a sweet film about. <laughs> it sounds really lovely. Quite, sounds <laughs> My idea, John, is conference call me by your name. Okay, and it's about that bit at the start of a conference call where everyone sort of can't really <laughs> doesn't know how <laughs> how to speak, <laughs> and you know when you have to. So you, you enter. I don't, for anyone that has never experienced the hell of a conference call, you dial up a certain number and put a pin in. Then it says, "Say your name after the tone." Yeah, and so you say your name. Conference call me by your name, mm. and then there's a bit. When no one knows how and when to speak. Uh, and it's like no normal interaction you've ever had. And people just talk over each other all the time. And nothing gets done. And it's about two people on a conference call falling in love. Ah. Uh, yeah. Because overlapping and interrupting. Because like... Sorry, so you go... No, you go on. <laughs> yeah, no, so, no, no, oh, sorry, no, go on. No, no, no. Um, no you first. <laughs> so... Uh, is, is there a delay? I can't hear well, Craig to... <laughs> has now entered the call. <laughs> That's what happens every time, isn't it? There'll be a couple of you trying to negotiate the awkward silences, and then finally you'll reach a point where you know who the other person's going to speak. As soon as they start speaking, it go. Boop, Natalie has entered, the... <laughs> and it'll just be them going. Natalie has entered the call, and then you're like, everyone again has to go. Oh, hi, Natalie. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've got. Uh, so John's on the other end of the line. I'm here as well, Natalie. Um, John was just about to uh, speak to us about what we're going to be covering in the call now. So he'll go again, John. Yeah. So if we, Boop. Sandra has entered the call. Hi, Sandra. Yeah. So we've got Natalie uh, and John here at the moment. I'm Joel. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, yeah, how are the kids, Sandra? Good. Yeah, I saw one was ill the other day. Glad they're over. Anyway, so John was just about to tell us uh, what we're going to be covering in this conference call. We're actually starting to run out of time now. So, Natalie, Sandra, you know, meet John. Uh, John, go on. Are they all going to be falling? <laughs> Martin has entered the call. Hi, Martin. Thanks. I know you're a little bit late, mate, but I know what it's like. It's been a bit of a mad week for you, so I understand. Um, just to let you know, Natalie and Sandra are already here. Really nice of them to join. Um, and we've got John here, and, and John's actually just about to tell us what we're going to be talking about in, in this call. John, go on. Oh, hi, John. Nice to meet you. Carry on. John, Martin, it sounds like there's a bad line where you are. Uh, is there any chance you could put your phone on mute? Boop, boop, boop. No, it's not, it's not any of those buttons, Martin. Um, I think you have to press the hash key and then the... Okay, so Martin's hung up on us now. Uh, we'll have to wait for Martin to re-enter the call because he's got to sign off the budget on this. Anyway, Natalie, how are you? That's kind of how it... That's essentially every conference call that's ever happened. It's a pointless waste of time, right? Oh, I hate word. them. I dread them. So, 
Is there just two guys who yeah. are in love with each other? The two guys who are in love with each other and they only ever speak to each other on this conference call. And they, what they do, John, is they wait until someone else has gone and then they have like a little five minutes where they can chat Beep! to each other. James <laughs> is back on the line. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the plot of Call Me By Your Name, but if every interaction had happened via conference call. That's quite sweet. And then yeah, James comes back on the line and they have to be like, yeah, so anyway, I'll catch you for that meeting uh, yeah. in the budget. Yeah. And, but they're actually in love. Oh, that's quite sweet. And also, there's some sort of like metaphor for like the stilted conversations that happen in a conference call are sometimes like the awkward conversations that happen between a new couple. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, you're yeah. deep, Jules. <laughs> people people tell me all the time you're so deep, and I I didn't realise it until now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. It happens a lot. So, John, <laughs> the rules are very simple. What? Uh, who's the winner of this week? Oh, we're going to do uh, that this yeah, week. Why not? Oh, Beastie Boys from Brazil. Beastie Boys from Brazil. Thank you very much. Now we have reached the end of this episode of the Dream Factory. We know that because there is a rat tat tat at the studio door. And who has entered? But Adele Dazeem, <laughs> the <laughs> wickedly <laughs> talented. <laughs> Boop. Adele Dazeem has entered the studio. Do you ever get it when you're like watching like a film or like a drama TV show and it's night time or you're at the cinema and there's a sequence where they're in bed and you get envious of the people oh, in I the do, film? I do all the time. <laughs> you're like, oh, really? I really wish that I was yeah. where they are right now. Bed is so good. Are there any cinemas <laughs> with beds? I went no. Um, oh, sorry. There probably are. Let's yeah. be fair. They've they've gimmicked they've gimmicked everything by this point. There's they've done it all. But. Um, I went to one recently, the Electric Cinema in Shoreditch, where they had like armchairs and they yeah, had like tiny like? little dim lamps next Ooh, on the nice? tables. Yeah, it was fine. I, I was worried it'd be distracting, but they're so dim. Okay. Uh, and they have like blankets on the back of your nice. chairs and what did stuff. You see? Ladybird, oh. which is phenomenal. I would recommend that to anyone. I thought it was brilliant. I was worried the trailers and stuff made it look like it was going to be like quirky for quirky's yeah. sake but it's absolutely not it's really really good i, was, oh, man, I, I really loved it. it i need to see it but yeah i get a bit i'm a bit funny about kind of like i hate stunt cinema mm-hmm. I, I i don't know if we've discussed this before but you you told me to uh to stop having a go at other people having fun when i said about how much i don't like the concept of like secret cinema yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and i'm a bit funny about like that place where they were like I went and got my ticket and she was like, the bar's over there for you to get drinks and mm. uh, food. And the food is like platters of nachos. Yeah. And- the only thing that I stress out about is the one where they do table service. Yeah. I, I don't understand how that works. Surely you can't speak to them. Maybe you press thing. Maybe there's a button in the arm you press that's like chips. But even if that was the case, I still would be a bit annoyed by someone... Constantly- Waiters and waitresses coming in. Yeah. yeah. Even someone going to the... In that place that I went to, that it was a smaller one where it's a door to get in and out. Yeah. I kept... Like, every time you'd hear the door open and close, even yeah. though... I don't know why. You, your brain goes, I'm going to look at that door. Yeah, <laughs> then- no, you have to look at... <laughs> yeah. Imagine you, the sort of sociopath you'd have to be not to look at a door as it opened. Yeah. So that's annoying. And so, yeah, if, if you've got waitresses coming in and out, but then, I don't know, I'm being a massive hypocrite because I probably don't mind going to watch a blockbuster and eating 18, you know, kilos of popcorn. Yeah, that is great. When you eat popcorn at a cinema, how much is left by the time the opening credits roll? I'm, I'm a pervert for it and none. <laughs> yeah. Even when I, even, I always buy the largest one possible because 
Pop, the entry point of price of popcorn in the cinema is so much that you always might as well spend the extra 70p or whatever like to make it like £18 for a small, yeah. £18 and a penny for a medium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you always go large all the time, regardless of what the entry level price is. Yeah. Because if you've committed to buying popcorn in a cinema, you've committed to spending a lot of money. Yeah. Go whole hog. Um, yeah, I always just scoff a lot, mate. I just sit there. It's like, you eat it, it's like breathing eating popcorn. <laughs> you just inhale without even realising. And I'll just just chuck big handfuls in all the time. Are you a sweet or a salty guy? Or no, a combination. I'm not a combination guy. I love a combination. I cannot abide by people who mix sweet and salt popcorn. Well, no, 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 I can abide by people who do it. <laughs> I don't care. But personally, it's not for me. Uh, salted popcorn. Uh, well, either, but separate. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, have you ever put a little sweet in there? This is a big thing, isn't it? I've seen they sell them now at the counter. You can buy like a packet of M&M's that specifically it says put this on top of your popcorn what? yeah called nah. toppers yeah. nah. and in the states they put like butter on their popcorn I know mate. how what greasy happens to your is hands? that? I, I'm actually I hate getting sticky and greasy hands when I eat yeah so uh, what I do is just take in my own lure pack <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just spread it on each individual corn <laughs> and you, uh, you eat you eat your popcorn in the cinema using like uh, doctor's gloves like those blue yeah. surgical gloves <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah it's just a better experience all around <laughs> it put, puts people off though when they see you like applying them and just but, whipping them yeah. crack. <laughs> on all right let's watch this film hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.